Improve your performance on rotations. Provide the excellent care that your patients deserve and distinguish yourself among your peers as a student leader in the social mission of medicine. Attend an AMSA fall conference and enhance your professional development by engaging with experts, clinicians, and researchers in topics that aren't well covered in the medical school curriculum. The first AMSA fall conference will be held in New York City on November 14th. The second will be in Chicago on November 21st. For more information, please visit amsafallconference.org. Welcome to AMSA AdLib. This is Christine. Finding the right residency program is a journey that starts well before the fourth year interview trail. In this episode, AMSA AdLib's Rachel Glassford talks to Dr. Brittany Kessler, AMSA's immediate past president, about what factors she considered while weighing programs and preparing for interviews. Hello, my name is Brittany Kessler. I went to Florida Atlantic University for my undergraduate studies in biology and attended Nova Southeastern University College of Osteopathic Medicine for my medical school training. I'll be starting my pediatrics residency this July at the Children's Hospital of Michigan. Brittany, thank you so much for joining us. We're really happy to have you on the podcast today. Could you quickly just tell me a bit more about the specialty that you're interested in? Sure, I am interested in pediatrics. Specifically, uh, at the moment, I'm interested in critical care pediatrics. Um, I really like pediatrics because I obviously like children and teenagers. Uh, Throughout my clinical journey in medical school, I really realized that I am not a fan of treating adult patients, but I really um, interact well with uh, the younger subset of kids. Uh, I'm interested in critical care because I like the fast-paced nature of that environment, and I really like the complexity that you have to think about in terms of medicine just in general um, with critical care. And you had mentioned that this interest in pediatrics has been something that you've had since medical school. Could you talk a little bit more about developing that interest and how you find yourself in choosing pediatrics? Sure. So I have been uh, interested in pediatrics since my first clinical rotation, actually in pediatrics. Uh, Before I actually did that rotation, I kind of tried to shy away from pediatrics just because everyone that I had met had kind of subcategorized me as a person that looked like they should go into pediatrics because I'm typically very happy and very bubbly. Because of that, I kind of, again, shied away because I didn't want to be put into a subset or a stereotype uh, based off of what I look like or how I act. In my mind, I could definitely be a surgeon or, you know, any other type of stereotype that you could think of, um, you know, not based off the fact of what I look like or my personality. Um, But when all was said and done... When I actually started on my pediatrics rotation, I kind of knew that this was for me and kind of begrudgingly accepted the fact that, yes, I'm going to be a pediatrician. And yes, I do fit the stereotype of a happy and bubbly person. So I'm just going to go with it. Could you talk a little bit more, too, about finding that additional interest in critical care and sort of when you came to that decision? Sure. So in my fourth year, I decided um, to do an elective in the pediatric intensive care unit. Uh, I really wanted to kind of challenge myself during my fourth year and really kind of push myself to my limits. So I decided to do a, again, a PICU rotation at the um, the Children's National here in D.C. And I was very nervous about it, about what I was getting into. But upon my first week there, I knew that I really loved that environment, that the cases I was seeing uh, at the hospital were unlike any I had ever seen on a basic floor. Uh, The cases were complex. The imaging was imaging I had never seen. Um, In addition, there were 
codes that the residents had to run and procedures that the residents had to do. And that really resonated with me. I really loved thinking about um, those clinical cases on that kind of level. And I, and I really is is hard emotionally and sometimes physically as the PICU is, I knew that this was something that really excited me. And I, and I knew that I, even with a crazy PICU schedule, that I loved going back um, into the hospital day after day so that this is an interest that I think I will be following up on uh, in residency. That's great. And so can you talk a little bit about what factors you considered in programs when you were on the interview trail? So there were a couple different things that I was looking for uh, personally when I was on the residency interview trail. Uh, first of all, for me at least, I definitely wanted to do my pediatrics residency in a full-blown children's hospital. I, for me, I didn't want to be in a community hospital. I really wanted to be um, in a full uh, children's hospital setting just so I, I feel like I could get uh, the best training possible uh, in my mind. In addition, I really looked like I really looked at where um, the hospital was located, what kind of environment. For me, I wanted to be in a more urban setting. Um, so in my mind, I can kind of see the full spectrum of care. Um, in urban settings, you typically get to see that. Um, also, in looking into uh, factors for residency, for me again, I'm interested in critical care, so I wanted to see, okay, how you know how large is the pediatric ICU? Do they have trauma bays? Do they have access to you know a helicopter that the the residents could potentially go on? Um, so for for me, those were the kind of factors that I looked into um, when thinking about the residency interview trail. And when and how did you develop these factors or sort of create this list for yourself of what to consider? It's a process that has definitely taken a while, and I sympathize with the current fourth years who are agonizing over these decisions. Uh, it's something that's taken months and months. You have so many factors that you're looking into in thinking about residency, especially if you have a family or a significant other, because you not only have to take um, your preferences into account, but you also have to take your family members' preferences into account as well. Um, so I would say this definitely started in my fourth year of medical school, maybe even before, because when you're planning on doing your elective rotation as a fourth-year medical student, you try to set up rotations at hospitals that you would be interested in actually going to. So this actually really started, uh, I would say, in third year when picking out those elective rotations. Um, but the process gets more defined as, as, that, uh, as the application actually opens up. So what factors did you consider when you were reviewing programs or considering programs to apply to? Sure. So for me, specifically with pediatrics, I knew that I wanted to be at a children's hospital uh, specifically. I didn't want to be in a community hospital or anything like that. Um, for me, I wanted a full-blown children's hospital because you can, can see the complete uh, spectrum of care um, at those kinds of programs. So for me, that was a must. In addition, like I had mentioned before, I am interested in critical care. So uh, it, when I was looking at different hospitals, I really considered, okay, how big is the pediatric ICU? Does the emergency room have trauma bays? Um, are there opportunities for me to get on a helicopter at any point and participate in any kind of uh, life flight uh, activities? So uh, those things were always important to me. And so how much were non-program factors or something like location considered? Those are definitely uh, considered as well. Um, for a lot of uh, potential residents or applicants in the match, um, 
there, if you have a family or significant other that is going along with you, um, you definitely have to look at the location. Is this person going to be able to find a job? Um, you know, do you have family support around you? You also have to think about um, factors, you know, outside of medicine. If if you're a person that absolutely has to surf and surfing is your only pastime that really gives you stress relief, you know, does that program have a beach near you? Yes, you won't have a lot of free time at all, but for that limited free time, you have to make sure that you have things that surround you that make you happy. And so how did you do that research on the programs? And like, what did that look like as you started to review and consider programs? Sure. So I definitely started my researching online. Um, you do through um, the, a- the AMA's FRIDA. Um, you have the ability to look at the basic stats uh, for each program and also through the um, through the AOA for osteopathic programs, since I'm an osteopathic physician, um, I was able to, you know, get the basic stats on programs to really see, okay, is this a children's hospital? You know, how many residents are they accepting for each class? What kind of environment am I going to be in? So that's really how I narrowed down my initial search. After that, I really went on the hospital's website. I I looked, you know, through all of their uh, residency program information on their hospital website. Um, is kind of my second tier uh, look. And then also if I, if I knew any current residents at that program or if I knew anyone in, that, in the specific location, I would ask them you know, either how they liked their residency program or how they liked the location they are in and really try to do as much as I could before the actual interview process. And so then with the interview process, what kind of unknowns or what unknowns existed when you started interviewing? So, or what questions did you have for the programs even after this research? Sure, so when you go to a program to interview, you really, unless you have had prior experience at that hospital, you really don't know the feel of that hospital or the feel or the dynamic of how the residents interact with each other, how they interact with their program director, or even how they interact with patients. These are I would say, arguably, are some of the most important factors when choosing a residency program. You want to make sure that you, your personality meshes with the feel of that program and that you get along with the other residents and you fit, you feel comfortable in talking to that program director. So those are a lot of big, big unknowns that you can't really figure out until you're on site. Uh, so I would say those those were the major things. It's just the feel um, and in how the feel, I guess, in how you really uh, mesh with that program. And considering that the culture of the program that you just described or compatibility with other residents, how did you go about determining even your gut feel to those programs when you interviewed? So there are many different components to the interview day. You are obviously meeting um, some within sometimes one interview, sometimes multiple interviews with different people. Um, you have uh, plenty of time to speak with the residents. You typically go also go on a tour of the hospital um, in addition to getting some private time with the residents. So I would say, you know, I didn't know right off the bat as soon as I stepped onto the hospital grounds, but throughout the day, um, really having the time to be interviewed and interview 
um, the, you know, the program director or the associate program director, or the chief resident, um, you really see, you know, how you get along with these people. How is the conversation going um, during the interview process? Do you feel like you can be yourself in this interview process? Do you feel like they respect the accomplishments that you've, you've gained during medical school? Um, and that's how I kind of began to realize that this might be the place for me is because when I had conversations that were supposed to be interviews um, with the program leadership, it, it felt more like a conversation. It felt like, you know, they were impressed with what I had done. I was very impressed with the, um, at least for me, the impact that this program was having on um, the community in Detroit. Um, that was kind of the first way that I knew that this program might be for me. Um, in speaking with the the residents, you know, they they really meshed with my personality. Um, they had the same kind of humor. Um, you know, they, they seemed, you know, really laid back and they seemed very authentic and genuine. Um, it didn't feel like it was something that was forced. They, they didn't feel like they were for, being for, forced to say nice things about their program. And I really, I found that I really enjoyed our conversations throughout the day. Um, with the residents, and I enjoyed being on the hospital grounds themselves. I had, you know, never been to the Children's Hospital of Michigan um, prior to my interview, but actually going around and and really seeing the hospital grounds and and really just kind of feeling out the location, I think um, all of those factors combined really helped me to figure out that I was very compatible um, with the culture of that program. And so now that this whole process is done for you, is there anything looking back that you would have done differently? So I think um, in preparing to for the applications for the match to open, I would have actually, at least for me, I would have asked for my letters of recommendation much earlier than I had. I think I procrastinated a little bit in trying to get my letters. And because of that, I think I was scrambling a little bit in the end to really get my letters in on time. Uh, to ensure that I got interviews on time. So I would um, personally suggest as soon as you get, if someone offers to write you a letter of recommendation, take them up on that immediately. Make sure they write it very, very soon after the interaction and, and don't wait. Because I know for me, um, that that was really a detriment to my to my application. Just the fact that having my, my letters in a little bit late. Um, in terms of quite different, you know, interview questions, um, just go in um, and really be yourself and proud of the accomplishments that you have done throughout medical school. Definitely um, don't be cocky, but be confident. Uh, and before you go on into your interviews, make sure you've researched that program, know their missions, know their values, um, know who your program leadership is so you can actually have a good conversation with them and you're not really scrambling to figure out what that program is all about. Um, really understand the program's accomplishments. You know, what have they done that interests you? Follow up on that kind of thing. Um, so I think for me, that that's something that I would do again, is just really kind of preparing for that interview. Do your research on the hospital system um, and, and really see the the uniqueness of each program that you're applying to and, and really um, try to figure out additional detail on that. So those are the, the things that I would continue and do differently. And just one last question, um, as some of our audience may be farther away from the residency application process, what kind of tip would you have for anyone as they approach interviews as a whole, be it medical school interviews or a residency? Sure. So for interviews in general, whether it be medical school or residency or any other type of program, um, I would definitely uh, do something along the lines of a mock interview because you could have the answers or how you're going to answer potential questions in your head, 
But unless you actually verbalize that to someone, what you what might come out of your mouth might not be what you actually want. So I know for me, before my medical school interviews, I actually had my father sit me down and, and do a mock interview. And for me, that was so, so helpful because I actually kind of went through some of the questions that I might be asked and actually got to articulate how I kind of came to these answers or um, was able to really, you know, format how I was going to say some of these things. Um, However, you don't want to practice it to the point where it sounds rehearsed during the interviews, but do actually verbalize and think about how you would answer um, some of the things that you might be asked. And again, um, this could be for medical school or for residency. I know for uh, residency, I prepared by going to an AMSA convention and doing an interview like a ninja training session um, with a program director so she could actually kind of guide me through some of my strengths and weaknesses in interviewing. So I definitely found that helpful um, in preparing for the interview for residency. Uh, For both medical school and residency, just remember, again, to really do your research on the programs. Make sure that you know the program's um, mission and their vision and that you can really speak to those and why you want to go there. Uh, In addition, really make sure that when you're in these interviews, it's not going to just be about Um, the program itself or the hospital itself. Um, You could be asked on what you think of the healthcare system or or any other type of national news um, that's going on in the world. So as you're going through interview season, again, whether it's medical school or or residency, really think about the wider world around you and, and try to read the news and try to, you know, have some type of opinion on the healthcare system. You don't have to be an expert by any means, but just the fact that you have an opinion on um, the current health care topics that you're going to be practicing in, I think that the whatever program um, administration will definitely be impressed by that. Um, and then, again, just go into your interviews confident in yourself and what you have done and, and try to be as not nervous as you can, even though I know that's much easier said than done. Um, but, but practice, practice, practice um, is my main advice. When it comes time for you to make a decision about residency, what factors will you consider? Let us know at adlib at amsa.org. You can even record your thoughts on your iPhone's Voice Memos app. This week's episode was produced by Pete Thompson and Rachel Glassford, with help from Carol Clark, and special thanks to Brittany Kessler. Joshua Caulfield is the show's executive producer, and I'm your host, Christine Camizio. If you've been enjoying AMSA AdLib so far, please rate the show or leave a review in iTunes, or tell us how we're doing. We love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Improve your performance on rotations. Provide the excellent care that your patients deserve and distinguish yourself among your peers as a student leader in the social mission of medicine. Attend an AMSA fall conference and enhance your professional development by engaging with experts, clinicians, and researchers in topics that aren't well covered in the medical school curriculum. The first AMSA fall conference will be held in New York City on November 14th. The second will be in Chicago on November 21st. For more information, please visit amsafallconference.org.